0: 240. Hashtag It's OK. At Sean Fowler. Hashtag Verse TV 240C.
1: Things are going to be OK. That too. That's also going to be OK. One day at a time. Don't be so hard on yourself.
0: Things are gonna be okay. Ooh, thank you. And I meant to put that in his comments, a thank you. A thank you, actually. A Whitney Houston style, thank you. Anyway, but yes, as far as that, I I I remember him saying that, you know, it's going to be okay. Yes, that too. Because when he was like, it's going to be okay. I was like, but what about awful things like medical bills? I really, really, really dislike having MS because I am totally not someone who is. If I didn't have MS, I would totally be out of the. Anyway, I was just a healthy, a healthy young man. Oh well, now I'm in the uh, system. Whatever. Anyway, but yes, n- medical bills. Eh. But yes, that'll be okay too. And as far as connecting the whole MS and everything, I think about um, my little brother from Big Brothers Big Sisters, because I did that before I was diagnosed with MS. And I think a couple of years into that, I was diagnosed with MS. And I actually yeah I stopped doing Big Brothers Big Sisters because the way doctors presented me with m s at that time you know I think things are getting better, but I was diagnosed in two thousand and ten, and what they presented me with at that time was the particular doctor who diagnosed me and even the uh doctor who gave me a second opinion was. Yeah, you know, you've got MS. I'm giving you the MS. And at that time I, I was still running and swimming and everything, you know? But they it, it was like, Well, you got MS, so you know, and I was like, does that and I asked them this, does that mean that I'm gonna die? And they're like, No, it doesn't mean you're gonna die, but it, it means that your life is gonna they didn't say your life is gonna suck, but but it means that uh physically your quality and this is what this is what she said your quality of life is probably going to decline a lot and she, what she said to me when she diagnosed me and like I said at that time I was still running and swimming and all of that stuff but she was like yeah, I'm going to give you the MS diagnosis. So you might as well go ahead and quit your job and just start living on disability insurance anyway. Like, isn't that what you want to do? And she didn't say, Isn't that what you want to do? But when she said that, I was in my mind, I was like, No, thank God Almighty, hallelujah. I actually really like my. What I do for for a living, I like where I work a lot. So no, I don't want to just quit my job and just live on disability. No, I I, I don't want to do that. And I didn't. And there are struggles that I've had, but while. The path can be a very negative, downward for people. There are also those who are thriving in spite of, like the singer Tamia. I love her. She has she's had the MS diagnosis much longer than me, and she's still going on tour. I, I was talking to my friend who. Helped me at the movie just the other day, um, just the other day, as in Saturday. I was talking to him about us going to uh, see Tamia and Joe when they come to Cleveland. Well, they're scheduled to come to Cleveland, so yay! You know, I I, I can't wait, and I I love that, and. Tamia has a song called Keep Hope Alive. Actually, it's from The Apprentice album years ago. The movie The Apprentice with Whoopi Goldberg. That song, Keep Hope Alive, is so beautiful. And I love it. And technically, she did that song before she was diagnosed with MS. It's just that she still is going. I'm like, don't give up. Don't give up. Because you are inspiring me and I hope to inspire somebody also. Just like that as I was going up the steps at the movie theater, that woman was, okay, okay, Aaron, stop it. stop, You stop it. Anyway. But yes, she was saying keep going, keep going, lift those legs, yes, you can do it. And yes, you too. You can do it too. It's going to be okay. You can do it. We can do it. We must. We can't give up. We cannot give up. We've got to keep going. Keep hope alive. I will also say this in reference to um the doctors being like when I was diagnosed, oh, you might as well just give up all hope and just live on disability and uh take w- whatever just as long as we uh want and let that be your life. And I was speaking with another doctor, one of my doctors at Cleveland Clinic. Cleveland Clinic is where it's at, one of the best in the world, particularly for MS diagnosis in the world. And I was talking to him and he was like, he explained that honestly, As doctors, we have to tell you to give up because if we tell you anything other than just give up and you go out there and try to do things and you hurt yourself trying to do things, you can then turn around and sue us. And that's a malpractice suit. And in this lawsuit, happy world, that's what many people want, and it's like, oh, I get it. Because I am so grateful that he was so honest with me uh, about that stuff. Because I asked him about, uh, I was like, do you, Do you think I'll ever get out of this walker? And he was like, As a doctor, we we have to tell you no, but I I will say anything is possible. And then he explained the whole, we have to be negative because if, if you try, if you try anything other than just giving up and hurt yourself, that might be grounds for a lawsuit. And it's so unfortunate that that's the world in which we live. But that is the world in which we live. Yes, it will be okay. Be patient with yourself. Don't let negativity fill your mind and defeat yourself. You will be okay. I will be okay. We will all all be okay. Hallelujah. Yes. And that the yes or no question is, do you believe it will all be okay? And my answer is yes, with time, patience, and positivity. And even my acupuncturist spoke of the importance of having a positive mindset in order for Things to be most effective. You must have a positive mindset. What time? Where are we? 44. All right. So, hashtag uh, comments, comments. Hashtag cerebral TV two forty at Jake W Cornell at these underscore them's at Anatolio underscore underscore at Nicholas K. Thanks. Hashtag verse TV two forty e.
1: Christmas would make so much more sense to me if Santa is gay. I do think the narrative of Christmas makes more sense if Santa is gay. I don't think you're telling me we do this. We do that to a tree for a straight man. I don't think we do, love. I just I actually it doesn't that's for that's that's for a gay guy. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like Santa and his husband, they like instead of like having kids, they like move to like the North Pole. It's very it's like honestly like old school Fire Island, old school P town coded, like start a business, like making toys, giving them out to I guess not a business, it's a non profit, but you know what I mean? Giving the, the toys out and like it's it's like very gay uncle. It's very I just that's not travels in a sleigh with reindeer that's not I don't see that for a straight man the only thing I do I the the leaving out the milk and cookies it's not high enough in protein or fiber that is that is the hole in the narrative otherwise I do just think that's it's it, do you see what I'm saying I don't think and I love it I love it I hope you know welcome to the rainbow Santa officially it's just really hard to the they pronoun, you know, is it though? Well, yeah, it's just unnatural. I'm always confused how they can be a singular pronoun. Yes, it's linguistically incorrect. Mm-hmm. What was that? Oh, someone dropped their keys. Oh, did they now? Uh...
0: Text When my family asks me about my sexuality.
1: 100% straights. It's the heterosexuality for me, sis. Honey, I am straighter than a number two pencil. I kiss women on the mouth. And I like it, honey. How can I be gay when I like the J? How can I be gay? Honey, the only thing that goes in my mouth is kitty cat. Kitty cat. <laughs> if you're gay and you know it, clap your hands. Oh. Honey, these hands aren't clapping. They're not clapping. They're not clapping. Honey, these hands are stuck. I think men are icky. Icky like little buggers. And to all the straight men out there like myself, you better work.
0: Text. The Pentagon. The U.S. Treasury. The U.S. Navy. The IRS.
1: Uh, Just as a heads up, we lost about $3.8 trillion this year in military spending that we're currently not able to track. Oh yeah, we also have about five trillion that we spent during the pandemic that we don't really know where it went. On that note, we have a thirty million dollar F thirty five fighter jet that we're actually not able to track right now either. Uh it got lost. Speaking of missing money, there is this single mother in Alabama who hasn't paid us two dollars and twelve cents. So I'm thinking we send her to jail.
0: Share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you. Hashtag live Mike TV 240 at urban underscore music underscore lovers. Hashtag verse TV 240F. Tears of joy, my happiness. I do rejoice in the love
1: you give unselfishly, your constant sacrifice.
0: All right. So, yes and that is that and yes 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 so as far as that song that's of course tears and um one of the i guess there are different versions of that song tears i would assume that the single was called because the name of it is Tears, tears, crying all alone. Uh, no, tears. Ron, crying all alone version. And all oh, right, y'all. So this is just—it's totally. I, I don't even have to acknowledge so it. I don't. So, so as far as, as move, please. That song, I did not like it when it initially came out, but um, at the time it came out in 96, 97, it got so, I was living in New Orleans, and it got so much play on the radio. It's one of those things that that it grew on me. Now it's my understanding actually from a, this is actually something that's been studied by people in the music industry. If you hear a song 12 times, if you listen to it 12 times, eventually, you will, not eventually, after the 12th time, you will actually like that song. And that's something that's been studied. So I guess I heard it uh, 12 times um, and perhaps even less because it's actually a really good song. And I genuinely like it. And one thing that's interesting is as far as the uh, mid to late 90s, a lot of artists from quote, back in the day, released albums that were actually really good. Because yes, the Isley brothers had the album mission to please, and the temptations came back with the album, phoenix rising, and an album that I love, one of my favorite albums ever, it's totally a no skips album, Nancy Wilson came out with her album, if I had my way, and it's interesting, I just introduced my dad to that album this weekend. And he was like, "Well, you say no skips. Let me give it a listen." And he gave it a listen, and he too was like, "Oh my gosh, that album! I love it because that album is so great." And as far as Nancy Wilson, and I'm not gonna make this whole thing about 56 minutes. I have enough time. So. Yeah, as far as the album Nancy Wilson's If I Had My Way, what I love about it, as I said to him Saturday, Sunday, I was like, that album, I am a fan of the 90s, right? I am a a 90s kid, an 80s baby, 80s toddler, 90s kid, 90s teen. And that album has everything that I loved of 90s music, including diva belting because Nancy Wilson can belt. And it's like, oh, yes, I love it. I love it. And as far as Ron Isley and that song, Tears, it's a beautiful song i didn't like and i think that's part of the thing too i didn't love ballads when i was a kid because i i was like i just wanted stuff to be up tempo especially since i wasn't dating or anything or not really <laughs> dating i that's another story for another day um, as far as my attempted interactions with a woman, um, with a girl, but whatever. Another story, another day. I have a million stories, and I just didn't like slow songs. Sometimes there would be a slow song that I like, but that those were few and far between. I liked up-tempo songs. And I realized as far as the music, nah, do I have time to go on all that? I don't need to go into all that. Yeah. So, I will go into all this, though. Ooh. I did not know this before, but um, Ron Isley has very th- thick, bushy eyebrows. And I I love some thick bushy eyebrows on a man. I'm not gonna lie, like that increases their attractiveness, in my opinion. IMHO. Um, in more ways than one. Let me stop. But yeah, I particularly really like that. And I realize in retrospect. As I was thinking about it in relation to my answer, I'm like, I think that actually kind of comes from the fact that I, when I was coming up younger in the gay community, I yes, I was. Yes, I was. I've evolved. I have evolved. But I used to be one of those uh, mask only. Fem, no, mask only. But one of the guys that I dated, who I saw as masculine, he was like, yeah, but at the end of the day, we're dudes who deal with other dudes. We, quite frankly, suck dick. So it's like there has to be some femininity, some mix of femininity in all of us. And that coming from him, a person who I saw as masculine, I was like, that's interesting, okay, and it helped me uh think started me on my way to thinking differently, anyway, as far as the eyebrows, when I was very uh team mask and mask only, I noticed some dudes would uh tease their eyebrows and like make their eyebrows all thin, and I intensely disliked that disliked that because i saw that as femininity in a man and i could not put up with that mix i was like no but interestingly enough when i was in my uh, early 30s i had gotten to the point that i was like you know what i feel so comfortable in my manhood as a same gender loving man i I started asking him. I didn't it started off as a mistake because I I told him I was like, I want my eyebrows to be the same width as my beard, my um uh, chin straps, whatever this is called. And um he thought that I was saying that I wanted him to uh tease my eyebrows and he was like, Okay. And it, He's actually a really cool dude. He's the first barber that I came out to. And he was like, all right. I could tell. I I knew. And I was like, really? Anyway, actually, how much time? Okay. I'm not going to make time for it. So, yes, I... Love thick eyebrows on a dude, but it it's mainly comes from the fact that I used to be so anti all things men mixing femme in their being, but I still love thick eyebrows on a dude I do, and Ron Eisley has some thick eyebrows I love it also um I, I, I'm not saying anything yet, one day. All right, Hashtag Verse TV family, I'm Aaron Mack. This has been week 240. Peace, Hashtag VerseTV.com. Whoop. And stay blessed. Have a good day. Yes. Hallelujah, love is the answer. Hashtag VerseTV. I'm Aaron Mag. Kevin, A.K.A. Basic Complex. Reset. Hashtag Verse yeah. TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV family. Reset. 240.